Hey, this is Ox with the Unbiased Trailblazer podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Unbiased Blazers. There's a link in our bio for our Discord server where you can join in on the discussions, give us your takes, give us comments, or just join in on a podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Rip City, baby. Three, two, one, zero, zero. Lift off and the clock has started. What's going on, everybody? This is Alex. This is uh, episode 18 of the Unbiased Trailblazers podcast. Uh, This is our first episode of the regular season. We're joined today by Fawad, and actually Mike's not here today, but my brother Chad is, so it's going to just be me, Fawad, and Chad here tonight. Uh, Chad is not a, what I say, a Blazer fan, but he he does watch a little bit. Uh, but he's not what I would call a Blazer fan. Uh, go ahead, Chad. Why don't you tell everybody who you're a fan of? Um, well, I originally am a fan of the Lakers, but growing up as Ooh. a growing up as a uh, Kobe fan, I cannot, uh, with a good conscience, support LeBron James. So I'm for right now a Pelicans fan, and uh, yeah. Now, are you a Pelicans fan because you like Brandon Ingram, or are you just like the Pelicans? Uh, I like the Pelicans because of Brandon Ingram, but I, I like the – they had a few Duke players. I'm a Duke fan too, so oh, last right. year they had a few Duke players, and I like Lonzo as well. I they would, wouldn't have got rid of him, but – So if if for some reason we were to make a trade to get Brandon Ingram, then you would be a Blazer fan? Yes, probably. Okay. Then I guess we're going to have to put that word in so we can have another Blazer fan. Yeah, uh, Fawad, right now. Yeah, I was gonna say, Fawad, go ahead and just get on the phone with him real quick. <laughs> uh, how are you doing tonight, Fawad? I'm good. A little um, depressed by the loss. I was expecting a, at least a, be- a more competitive loss if we were gonna lose, but I'm okay otherwise. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Uh, so let's go ahead. Let's jump into this podcast right now. Um, we're gonna. This is technically game three is happening right now for us against the Clippers, and it's it's not good. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Let's start off with just game one. Uh, we played the Sacramento Kings. It was a We ended up losing in a very close game, 124 to 121. Uh, Fawad, I know you had a couple notes that you wanted to talk about, so I'm just going to let you on this one go for it. Just kind of tell me what you felt on that game. Okay, so obviously Sacramento historically hasn't been a good team. So I think most of us were expecting a win, but um, I've seen their games afterwards and they have been doing well. So right off the bat, the loss to them specifically, I don't think is, um, you know, too worrisome. And it's early season, so that doesn't typically matter much anyways. Um, So I was mainly looking for how we played instead of what the outcome was. So I liked Simons' game a lot. He's really good in preseason. That carried on towards um, the first game and, like, honestly, all the games. Our offense was a little bit rough in um, in that Sacramento game. But, you know, <laughs> we're the Blazers. We're all offense, so that didn't worry me too much either. 
Um, and already we, I remember noticing that the ball movement was a lot better than um, when we had stats. And the defense was better at times, but it was still um, not good and really inconsistent. But, uh, and like, there were, we still let up a lot of open threes. I wish I had a stat to back that up, but that's just what I remember noticing. Um, so, so yeah, those were mainly the team things. I also noticed that Cody Zeller was a lot better than I expected. He missed basically all of preseason, so I didn't really get, um, and I didn't watch him much in Charlotte. So this was my first like full game, I guess, of Zeller, and I liked him a lot. I was really happy, um with how he played and I'm happy that he's our backup center. So that was pretty much my thoughts for the first game. Yeah. And I, and I think something that we're going to see for at least the first month of the season, we're going to see this, this inner conflict of reverting back to Terry Stott's defense and offense and taking what Phillips is trying to do and installing it and implementing it into our game which, like you said, there were times when our defense was was 10,000 times better than what it had ever been with Stotts, at least recently. And then there was offensive possessions where there was so much ball movement that we hardly ever see. Um, like you said, Cody Zeller was – it was nice to see him. He, he had a really good game. Uh, and honestly, he didn't play that much, and still he, ma- he made an impact, and that's all you can ask for a, a bench player. Uh, another thing we're going to talk about here pretty soon is Nasir Little and Simons, how good they played, how good they played in that first game and moving into the second game, how well they played. But I think that first game, like you said, Sacramento, even though we're used to them being a bad team, they are, they are better team than they have been. And us coming off a new coach and honestly, Lillard having probably, I don't know if I ever remember Lillard having a game where he didn't make a single three. I, I mean, I'm sure it's probably happened, but I don't recall it. He went 0 for 9. It happened tonight. <laughs> yeah. So Lillard had struggled. Um, CJ had a good game. And, and on top of the good game CJ had scoring-wise, he also was making some, some playmaking. He was actually creating plays for others, which was nice to see. Uh, so... Lillard missed a three to tie the game at the end. It was a good shot, but he just, he's so far, unfortunately, this season, he's not been very effective on offense. But let's move into game two. I'm going to let Fawad go go for game two because I actually don't have any of the stats pulled up for that right now. Uh, so if you have anything for it, actually, I just got it pulled up. We're good. So game two <laughs> yeah, was. Just really quickly, uh, like you said, like it's going to take us a while to get rid of the stats um yeah his his system out of our system and uh, implement chanty's full time so i wasn't surprised that it didn't happen game one i'm not surprised that i'm not gonna be surprised if it takes 10 or 15 games for that to happen um so i'm just a little cautious early on well and just to add on just a little bit to that for it to be as close a game as it was and have Lillard struggle as much as he did offensively, that's a good sign. I mean, Harrison Barnes, unfortunately, lit us up for a career high. I think he had 38 or 39. So it, it still was Terry Stotts, like, just I was having flashbacks of Austin Rivers draining all those threes because he was left open nonstop. So it's just little things that we have to correct, and hopefully we do. 
So and you know what? Um, something important that for game one. Sorry to keep going back. No, you're good. You're good. Another important thing for game one that we didn't. I don't think we talked about. Um, we were down like what, like almost twenty at one point, and we mm-hmm. fought back and made it a one possession game, and we lost by one possession as well. So that didn't happen too much with um Stotts. So it was good to see that resilience right yeah. off the bat in game one. Now moving on to game two, I wouldn't say it's polar opposites because we did play it. We played okay in game one, but game two was a completely different team. Um, and the biggest thing, let's let's just actually, before we even get into it, we played the Phoenix Suns. We ended up winning 134 to 105. I mean, it was, it was essentially what's happening to us tonight is what happened to Phoenix the other night. Um, Pretty much. Once again, Lillard didn't have the greatest game. Uh, he, he struggled shooting again, but... At, at this point, the whole team was playing much better, so it didn't really affect us that much. Uh, I only think he made two threes that game. So yeah, I think so. Uh, he was two for seven from three. So his sh- he was 0 for 9 for the first game and 2 for 7 this game. Still not shooting well. But he he was making the little plays still that were necessary to win. And he still ended with, I think he had 19 points. So, I mean, it's still a decent game. It just to his standards, it's not. But as a whole, like we're going to probably talk about this game, Anthony Simons, Nasir Little, they were making every single play. Like, I mean, I I couldn't ask for a better game for Simons, honestly. He played unbelievable against Phoenix. But but just go ahead, Fawad. I want to try to get my my head around what I want to say on this, but just go ahead and tell me how you felt about game two. Uh, Yeah. um, Dame... 19 and 8 that's not a bad game by any means like you said it's um underwhelming for dame but considering how we were up like what 30 most of the game that yeah. i had no issues at all by how he played even the two for seven from three um not an issue for me at all but what i said like right after the game and i think i still agree with it i think that was the best um all-around team game that i might have seen since Dame has been in the league, or since basically I've been a Blazers fan, we had all 13 people score. Um, yeah, all 13 people scored. I think all but two shot over 50%. And like you said, Simons was, he was playing amazing. Uh, 7-4-14, 18 points in only 24 minutes. And a lot of people, me included, doubted it um simon's a lot last year and especially the year before because you know olshay's been hyping him up for so long but like i finally see what he's been talking about this whole time and i was so encouraged by that performance by simon's that i I think he's going to be a huge part of our team this year um and like you said little he brought a lot of energy he hit i think one maybe two threes um looks like he hit one yeah he hit one one for four, but it's it's a start. Like I, as long as he knocks down one per game, I'm more than happy with that. Um, but the only negative in that game really was Norm Powell got injured, and before he got injured, he had 16 points in 12 minutes. He was playing so good. Yeah, so he was. just like pretty much every player played average or above average, and that's extremely rare. And it showed, and we won by 29. So very little. Um, to complain about in that game it was pure joy to watch 
Yeah, and for those who don't know, Norman Powell hurt his knee. It apparently isn't very serious, so it's not like, you know, something that we have to really be worried about. I don't know how – I don't think they came out with a timetable on how long it will be out, but he's going to be out at least a couple games. Um, one thing I wanted to add on, and it was what I was waiting to see happen because of all the years with Stotts, we had this 20-point lead pretty much from the third quarter on. And I was just waiting for us to let off the gas and let them come back. And at one point, we took the lead from 20 to 30. So it's like seeing that was so promising, knowing that we can, that team can do that. And every other year, I would say a 20-point lead is not safe with us because how many times we've seen a 20-point lead turn into a five-point lead, I can't even count. So for me, that was the biggest thing I took away from that game was that we – we kept up on it and we didn't let them come back. Yeah, a 20 point lead um, in years past is not that safe. I'm not comfortable unless it's a 20 point lead like halfway through the fourth at least before yeah. I start to um, untense up, I guess. Um, one more thing I, I noted down for this game. I think it was the first quarter. I didn't really specify when, but I think early on the defense was, it was good pretty much right from the start but there were still like some lapses that i noticed like we were over over helping on the mm -hmm. like the ball handler in the pick and roll and then aiden and uh i think javel was the other center they got a couple free buckets with they rolled and no one was there to help and then that like i noted that down as you know like a area of improvement but in the second half and even probably like late in the second quarter that improved in that game itself um our rotations got a lot better People were recovering quickly and helping on to the next guy. Um, if two people were like um, trapping the ball handler, some, a third guy was there to recover. And if he got the ball, everyone else knew where they had to go and they recovered quickly. And it was something I haven't seen the Blazers do ever, like that level of defense. It was just one game, but I don't think we've even had one game where um, our defense was that in sync and that high at, at that high of a level. Yeah, I mean, in the first game, there were flashes of the rotations on defense. And then in the second game, there was a, it was more consistent. There was a lot, especially in the second half. There was a lot, well, towards the end of the second quarter and the second half, there was a lot more consistency in our defensive rotations. And I agree with you. It, it was, I hope that we see it more often because it was nice to see actual defense and good defense being played. And that fourth quarter was just so fun too. Like our yeah. young guys were throwing lobs basically every possession. Um, <laughs> CJ LB had one. Nas had a couple. I think he only had like one dunk, but he had a couple like tough finishes that were um, shocking to see. And he had one. I think I don't remember if it was a dunk or layup, but it was a crazy finish and it was waved off. And it was probably like his yeah. best highlight of the game. But yeah, it was just extremely fun to watch. And this is, I can say for the first time, this is the first game we've ever had CJ Ellaby in where we were actually like... We didn't lose the lead. Yeah, we were happy that he was in because we were up so much. It wasn't like, oh, we're down by 30 and Ellaby's in. But with that being said, all that happiness that we had and you know all the good feelings from the second game, tonight's game rolled around and it went away real quick. Uh, I don't even really... It was, it was an ugly game. It was very ugly. We ended up losing 116 to 86. So if that can tell you anything right there, 
that's all you need to know is we absolutely got smacked. Um, let me just let me just say this. Once again, Lillard had a very bad shooting night. He went 0 for 8 from the three-point line. And at one point, I my brother was watching the game with me. He's just forcing up shots, trying to get him to go in. And I know, I know we all love Lillard. And I have I'm not mad that he's having an off, you know, off week. But at some point he kind of has to realize, okay, tonight, this week I'm not shooting well. These forced shots are not what we need. I don't mind him taking the open shots, but when he's at one point he pulled up from like 38 feet and completely airballed and hit the side of the backboard. Like those are just the shots that I know he's trying to get himself going, but I would like to just see him be like, you know what? Tonight's not my night. CJ was having a good first half. But with that being said, I so wish if any of you guys are watching, there was one play where Dame rose up for a dunk. And I swear to you, I almost lost my mind. I thought he was going to dunk all over Hartenstein and it would have been the greatest dunk of his career. It was insane. And he unfortunately got fouled, but he was so close to finishing that. I think if he could grip the ball a little bit better, he would have, he would have dunked all over him and it would have been crazy. That's about the only highlight I have for this whole, whole game. Cause it was so bad. It was a missed dunk by Lillard, but it was so, it was crazy to see him jump. Uh, Fawad, how did you feel this game was? Let me start off with the positives, or I guess really just one positive that I I had. Um, I really, really liked our ball movement, especially in the early on in the first quarter. We were always making that extra pass. Mm-hmm. We got so many open looks in the first quarter, and I think even in the second as well. Um, a lot of open looks, good passes. The shots were were just not falling. There were a bunch of other issues as well, but um, it was complete uh, a complete change from previous years and it was encouraging that we were keeping that up for a while even though we were cold and we kind of just uh, it fell apart even more but um yeah we finished last or probably second last um and assists pretty much every year with dots and i just had it open i forgot we were like around middle of the league which is decent already and i'm encouraged by that even though the rest of the game was god awful. Um, and now let me get to some of those negatives. Let me so can I said, add one thing okay, to what yeah, you just sure. said. Go ahead. CJ, a lot of the stuff we talked about CJ last year in the playoffs was his playmaking and not being able to create for others. This these three games he's played, he's made multiple plays for other people. And to to name one right, the very first I don't know if it was the first possession or the second possession, he drives right down the middle of the lane and any other year, he would have tried to lay it up, and he did a wraparound pass to Little in the corner who hit a three. It's Little, or I mean, uh, CJ is making the offense. He was He's making plays, not for himself, but for others as well. So that's nice to see, along with Simons, actually, is, you know, they talked about him being a playmaker more. He is being a playmaker. He's making plays for himself and for others. So that's good to see as well. Yeah, I remember that play you're talking about. It was... Definitely would not have happened in uh, any previous year. Right away, I was shocked. I was like, um, he almost always he goes up with that. He was over like two guys too, I think, and he mm-hmm. probably would have hit it too. But he found the open guy and uh, Nas hit the shot. So I was 
very thrilled to see that. And while we're talking about CJ, let me just quickly add that uh, actually first he had four assists tonight and five in game one. So that's um an upward trend as well. Yeah, while we're talking about CJ, his defense has been marginally improved as well. He's giving a lot more yeah. effort. He had yeah. three steals in game one, one in game two, and two tonight. And he had a block um he had a block in every game and he had three in the second game as well. So he's giving a lot more effort and he's undersized. So he's at, he's at a disadvantage every single game. So anything that can do to, you know, not hemorrhage points, it's a welcome addition. And I'm happy to see him put in that work and put in that effort. Um, I don't want to say consistently because it's only three games, but in each yeah. game, I have yeah. noticed it. But yeah. Back to this game uh, specifically. Yeah, there are a lot of negatives. Like you said, Dame, I've, in game one, I thought he would never shoot that bad for the rest of the season. He was 0 for 9 game one. He was 0 for 8 today. I've never seen him uh, slump like this. And you said you didn't like a lot of his shots. I remember there was one specifically where I was like, come on, you should have um, drove in or passed that up. But for the most part, I'm okay with it because you know he is such a good shooter and usually a good decision maker so if he wants to shoot himself out of the slump i'm okay with him trying for a bit and then if it gets too much then yeah like and he probably knows that he shouldn't do that and he was probably just frustrated um but yeah it's not a big issue it's just some minor thing that happened during the game um another thing that really kind of frustrated me this game was nurk he had very few positives all night uh anytime First of all, he didn't catch the ball half the time. Any time he did, he was turning it over or he was missing. And it was so frustrating. And the team as a whole was having a lot of turnovers. Uh, Covington had two horrible ones in back-to-back possessions. Um, I don't remember exactly when, but it was just a mess. We had 30 right? turnovers as a whole team. So that told you how oh bad. My God. 30. Nurkic had six of them. So, And we're pretty much i think consistently one of the better teams in the league mm-hmm. in like limiting turnovers we probably average around like 11 or 12 so it's almost three times as much as our normal Nurkic had more turnovers than points oh my god how many did a uh, turnovers did he have I think he had, four he had six he had six turnovers and he has four points it, it was a wow. bad bad game all around for him yeah and it's honestly becoming kind of a trend with nurk that I thought he would be back to his um, like prime days today, mm-hmm. or not today, but this season. His Nurk fever days. Yeah, but he's just been so frustrating. He's he, he still has a, um, some games where he's like he's showing flashes of returning to himself, but then the next game, it, you don't know what to expect. It could be that it could be good. It could be terrible. And today was a terrible day for him. So <laughs> I know a lot of people are already like really concerned about him and want to trade him i'm not there yet but i am starting to starting to worry about him it, it is a little worrisome it seems like especially tonight he didn't seem like he cared at all to be playing a game it just seemed like he had no interest everything was just it looked just half-assed and his passes he started out with a couple nice backdoor passes and then it just went downhill from there and it was just throwing the ball at people's feet and throwing it into like five different clipper players it was it was ugly do you have anything else you want to add on this game? Um, yeah, just really quickly. I think we touched on it already, but the defense was back to being terrible. We yep. let, uh, what's his name? 
what's the guy's name? <laughs> Luke Kennard. Uh, yeah, Luke Kennard, yeah, like yeah. What, twenty points. Um, and defense as a whole is really poor. Um, throughout, like even just from the start, it was. It seemed a lot more like Stotts' defense, even though, um, what I felt like in game one, our defense wasn't great, but it still felt like we were trying out the new scheme. Today, it just felt like we were just letting it them do whatever mm-hmm. whatever they wanted like what we did under stats just letting them take threes not um not putting in too much effort so that was not encouraging at all um and yeah that's pretty much my thoughts on that game specifically today the good news is it's only the third game of the season there's a ton more to go uh we just we gotta stick to it we gotta they gotta really focus on defense because i think right now that's still our biggest issue is our defense and then lillard eventually will get back on track and his threes he won't be missing every single three he takes so and and we just got to hope nurkic kind of gets re-motivated again and you know you're gonna have nights like this where it's a where it's just nothing works but after having such a good second game it just sucks having it follow that so, yeah, but for, go for, for it. me, the eight eight game mark is when I like start to make um some lasting judgments about the team. Right now, it's like you said, only three games in. I'm concerned, but I'm not worried. Eight games, which is a ten percent mark in an eighty two game season, that's when I'll start thinking, okay, like something needs to change. But for now, I'm just patiently waiting for improvement. Yeah, and I mean, we all heard Lillard's game one speech at the beginning he said it might be a long season so yeah. let's hope that's too. let's hope that's not too long so with that being said i want to bring my brother chad in chad i know from from knowing you obviously i know you are not a fan of cj mccollum so i would like to get your your thoughts on cj just in general and then how with what little you saw from him today what how you thought it went um, so I'll start off by saying that I thought CJ played a very good game today. Uh, I, my thing with CJ is that, I mean, you you came after me all those years when the Lakers were 24 and uh, 58. And so, you know, my comeback was always CJ McCollum is this, CJ McCollum is that. But I just don't think that the Blazers are going to be able to put a winning championship roster around Damon CJ together like you know and i don't i don't think having two guards is the way to go so that's that was my beef towards cj but uh i will say that tonight he did play a really good game uh he does look bigger so he played better defense than he usually does not a a liability as i often bring up but yeah so as an outside fan i mean i know you have a little bit of ties to the blazers but not being a full-on blazer fan What's it like when you watch him play against like the Lakers or when he when you watch him like play against other teams and you just see the crazy stuff? What's it like for you to see that? See CJ? See Dame play see crazy. Dame? Oh, yeah. I, I love Dame, dude. I think he's definitely top two guy, top two point guard in the league. Um it does suck to see him have a off night tonight, but um like you, like you brought up earlier, he's a, a ball-dominant guard, and he's not really bringing up the ball that much anymore. So I feel like he's just not in a rhythm of, you know, just in the – I would like to see him get more rhythm shots, like, off the pass, not pulling up from 
way, way deep. That's not not the time right now. Those are heat check moments. Heat check moments. Yeah, and I, I, full on, I don't know if you've noticed this, but have you noticed how much Lillard does not bring the ball up anymore? Um, I remember noticing it in game one, and I thought of it as a positive. Like, we have some people taking over the um, like the ball handling responsibilities, but I never thought of it as it might be taking him out of rhythm, and that's a good point. I never considered that. Because it really, he really, I know Chauncey said that he wants to, you know, do more off-ball stuff. He really has yeah. been off-ball, I swear, I think more than he has been on-ball. I CJ's bringing the ball up a lot more. Simons, anytime Simons is in, it's almost always Simons bringing the ball up. It's It's weird to see. And maybe that could explain why he's having this shooting funk. Because really, for the last, you know, eight, nine years, he's had the ball in his hand every time. So, uh, yeah, I, think I think he's just like he's he's one of those guys that runs like really well. He's like going downhill, you know. So like that's kind of like his threat level. Is like when he's bringing the ball down the floor, he could just run right through you and right past you, or he can pull up super deep. And when he's in rhythm, he's gonna knock that shot down most of the time. So like him not having the ball, and like I was saying earlier, he just didn't look like he was super aggressive trying to attack the rim. Do you have something you want to say for a while? Um, yeah, I was just saying I'm okay with like continuing to try this for um, a couple more games. Like I said, eight games is probably when I'll be like, okay, maybe we should stop. Because Golden State does that with Steph to mm-hmm. extreme success. Like He yep. thrives off ball. So if we can um, get Dame to figure out how to make that work and get in rhythm despite playing off ball more, I think that can add a whole new um, level to his game and to our team. So I'm okay with continuing to try it and see if he can make it work. The only thing I fear is that it might be a little too late. I mean, he's Lillard's been in the league for so long doing it a certain way. It's going to be hard for him to... I mean, Curry, if you watch it, like, I have nothing but respect for Curry. The dude is unbelievable. Him just running off picks constantly and then still just getting these shots off like it's like he hasn't been running. It's it's insane. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, like I said, it's only three games in and we still got time, but it's been a rough couple games, especially for Lillard. And we don't we don't want to see that because we love Lillard and we want to see him, you know, continue to be great. And even his bad games are still decent games. I mean, like you said, in game two. That stat line is any player would love to have that stat line. So, uh, Chad, let me ask you one more question before we wrap this up. Um, or if you have anything, if you guys have anything, just let me know. Who do you think, if the Blazers were to trade CJ, because that seems to be the hot topic of everyone's, you know, CJ is the only person that we can trade really. Who do you think is a realistic, from the outside source, who do you think is a realistic trade target? Um, well, I mean, or, I would, or do you have one? I would love to see Brandon Ingram. Um, but you know, he's I would too. You're gonna have to give up a lot for that. I feel like you know, that's kind of like the Pelicans' future, that's where they're planning to go. But yeah, and he started off the season insane. Yeah, he's, he's averaging like 27 or something. Yeah, he's having a good year, and uh, he's only getting better every year. He gets gets a little bit better, and he's I think he's like 24 right now, so. He's still got a ways to go, but yeah, Brandon. Yeah, 
I like Tobias, Tobias Harris. I don't know if you guys could oh, yeah. hear him, but that would you be You big on him. I've been intrigued by Tobias Harris as well. I don't know how we would get him without, you know, obviously we'd have to include CJ, but then I feel like we're overpaying if we include him, so it's, that's where I struggle. Yeah. Well, and then the question is, if Simons continues to play this way, what are we going to do about him? Yeah, that's something to watch throughout the season. Because the way he's playing right now, he's an asset to us. And you can't have he's another, so young. You can't have another Gary Trent on your hands. I, I think Gary Trent yeah. is the guy you guys went with and got rid of McCollum back then. But Simons was nasty tonight. Yeah. So That'll Gary like Trent, that, man. If yeah. he's playing like that, he's definitely got, got to stick around. Gary Trent's a uh, sore subject because we all liked Gary Trent. And <laughs> you know, I'm iffy. watching I'm watching every Raptors game. He's he's had a rough start offensively too, though. His defense has been great, like much better than uh, much better than last year. Similar to how when he first broke out in um in Portland, how he was he had so much effort. He was getting steals. He was locking guys up. He, he's playing a lot more like that, but his shot has kind of fallen off a cliff. He had a better game today though, so I'm hoping that continues upwards. But his first. Uh, two or three games, he was he was not hitting his shots at all. But he was starting he, he was starting to drive in more, which is encouraging because he almost never did that with us. Yeah. Just a quick update about him. <laughs> uh, Chad, do you have anything else you want to talk about or add on to? I do not. I, I'll just I'll be I'll be praying for uh, Damian Lillard. <laughs> what about you, Fawad? Anything? Yeah, let me ask you this. Um, how do you think we're gonna do? Because we're gonna do the next podcast um, next Monday. So how are you gonna do? And how do you think we're gonna do in our games until then? So we have Memphis up next, then the Clippers again, then the Hornets, and we have the Sixers on Monday. So I don't know if that's gonna be before our episode or after. So, but well, let's say Grizzlies, Clippers, Hornets, Sixers. I think the way Memphis is playing right now, the way John Morant's playing. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, yeah, Jaw is ridiculous. I, I like Jaw a lot, and he's playing crazy right now. So I'll be honest with you. I would The way we've been playing and the way like preseason went, I would, I would assume we probably wouldn't win that game. The Clippers yeah. game is going to be another tough one. Um, I just, I, it really comes down to how much effort and energy we put into and if Lillard's hitting his shots. Because I think Clippers are a beatable team for us. Um, so I think that one could be a win. And then who, who uh, the Hornets, they've been playing crazy. And that's going to be a super exciting game to watch. Um, I, truly, I truly don't know. I, I, we could very well lose four games in a row, which would be... <laughs> yeah, we, all knew, we all knew it was going to be a tough start to the season, but... I'm hoping for two and two in those four games. Um, Grizzlies are going to be tough. I think I'll take us beating the Clippers at at home at Moda, and then the Hornets. So that's that. Honestly, so that's would be losing my pick to Grizzlies and Sixers. Yep. I would go two and two, um, but I honestly could see zero and four also. So, <laughs> so it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Let's just hope we're wrong and it's four and zero. Oh. Anything else, guys? Yeah, for Chauncey's sake, 4-0, please. Yeah, Chad, Chad made a comment today that we're going to get Chauncey fired already. <laughs> so we don't want that. 
Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming and listening. Uh, something new that we just started doing, and I want to shout out Mike real quick. We've been doing these watch parties where we know Root Sports has been kind of a pain for everyone to be able to watch. So we've been streaming these games and essentially just watching them together like we're sitting at a bar and just having a good time talking to each other, reacting to the game at the same time with each other. So if you're listening to this and you can't watch the Blazers and you want to, join our Discord. That's where we put these watch parties on. It's not going to be every night. I don't expect Mike to be able to do it every night. Um, but we're, we enjoy doing it. I have a good time watching it with everybody and talking with everybody. So if you can't watch the Blazers and you want to, join our watch parties. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter and, and join our Discord if you can because we, we talk a lot in there. And we just we enjoy talking with everybody and having a good time. Um, other than that, have a good night. Hopefully the next time we have this podcast, we're talking 4-0 and we're all in a better mood. Um, but other than that, everybody have a good night. Uh, Rip City, baby. <laughs>